One nation under fraud. Completely visible. With lying and spying for all. The Kate Daly Show starts now. We are learning that this attack on the Capitol was not a 500-year storm. In fact, as we speak right now, there's a count going on in Arizona related to the 2020 election where claims are being made that the outcome was fraudulent. The former president uh, is telling people uh, that he plans to be reinstated in August. And so you can see that uh, when you have those statements, that count, social media may be a place to look as far as intentions to try and reinstate the president. Knowing that a storm may be coming, uh, Director, what can we do uh, to make sure that an attack like that does not happen again? So uh, what we can do, uh, and we benefit very much from, is getting tips and leads about things that are on social media. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. Uncle Milty is with me today. And... uh, let me just tell you, number one, that was uh, Swalwell, isn't he a gem, uh, from Cali, uh, talking to Christopher Ray, who's over the FBI. And what was interesting about that was it wasn't an attack. People walking through a hall is not an attack. T- people walking through the hall uh, taking selfies is more of a tourist action. And then second, uh, what can we do to get people on intention um, because they weren't violent nor were they ever armed, but we just know they're going to be. So uh, that was uh, him trying to go to Christopher Ray to get Christopher Ray, and Christopher Ray easily ponied that up. Oh, yes, uh-huh. we'll be watching social media like a hawk. You know those patriots of America. Yep. They're so dangerous with all their flags and everything, uh, wanting those electoral college counts actually read that never got read. So what a what a, what a crop, crock of crap that is. <laughs> I just listened to that clip third time today, and it's just astounding that those things can be said without anyone blinking an eye. No questions, just an attack. Uh, Anyway, welcome back to the show. Last hour on a Thursday. And of course, we have a wonderful guest uh, joining us. Uh, Sam Bushman, so glad to have you on. In fact, uh, over Love and Liberty, which holds, uh, which carries the show as well, which I absolutely love. But Sam's been in radio many, many years and uh, just a wonderful voice on on the headlines and understanding what's going on in America, understanding that we've just been cooed. And uh, here we are. Welcome to the show, Sam. How are you? Thanks, Kate. I yeah. sure appreciate it. None of those sterilization bill fries for me. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm just, it's, uh, wow, my face is going to melt off from all the propaganda overload every day. Um, I'm so happy you're on. And, of course, you're going to be at Freedom Fest, too. Freedom Fest in South Dakota, third week. Don't miss it. This is just going to be so incredible. You can still get tickets and go, right? Yes, indeed. And I'm going to be there live every day. Nice. Uh, we, have, we have a bunch of panels that will oh, be on as well, so um, myself and Richard Mack and several sheriffs and you, and I mean, there's just a bunch of us going to be there. Mm-hmm. Kathy Smith, and there's several panels and breakout yeah. sessions we have. They put me on a panel. Uh, it's a general panel saying basically, hey, are, is, is our police broken, irrevocably broken? Mm. Mm. And uh, so we're going to give answers to that and details to that. I love it. And it's in a great place. Rapid City will be just so much fun and so relaxed. I love that. And, and I just came back from Rapid City from Red Pill even. So I'm going to go there twice in a month. Oh, nice. I like it. I bet it was gorgeous and beautiful and relaxed, right? <laughs> it, it's one of the best cities in America. There's more freedom there. Right. The weather's great. Mount yeah. Rushmore's beautiful. Yeah. 
uh, incredible. They've got restaurants that are uh, very good. It's a great place. Perfect. I was surprised. I love it. Well, Richard Mack was just on, Sheriff Richard Mack, and he was talking to us about Nevada, about what happened in the counties there. Do you want to speak to that? Because I know that you have a... Yeah, let me give you the backstory. This is fascinating. Okay. So all of a sudden, we got a call out of the blue uh-huh. from Mr. Ramos, who is a um, city manager uh, guy there. Uh, in uh, Lander County, and he basically said, hey, we want to become a constitutional county. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, at first, hey, um, that's great. You mean you want the individuals of the county to join? You mean you want your county commissioners to join? No, 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 no. We want to be a county. We want to join as a county, not as individuals. So wow. Richard called me when, when we heard about this, and we're like, we've got a powwow on this. We don't even have a county registration for this. Right. I mean, we've always dreamed about this, but we wanted the 3,000 counties to become members, but we never really thought it would be reality. But so we created a county membership. They literally signed and joined. It cost $2,500 to be a member county of the CSPOA because of all the support that we give the county. Right. So they then said, we want to have an event um, celebrating it. So we went out there a couple of weeks ago. We had 1,500 people. Wow. Celebrating this event in Lander County, Nevada. And I spoke and told a critical race theory story. Oh, I gotta um, hear that. And I'll tell you about two coming up. Yeah. But all I'm telling you is we had an incredible time. And while we were there, Mm -hmm. there were sheriffs, there were county commissioners, there were district attorneys uh, that were all there from a variety of counties around. And a guy walks up to me and he says, hey, my name is Rex Stinniger. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm from the next county over. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of my citizens cornered me on the street and asked me why I'm not becoming a constitutional county. And he said, so, Sam, I'm hoping you from the CSPOA can help me do that. Can you please? Oh, my God. So I said, of course. Right. Well, we created a 2014 resolution. I don't know if you remember the constitutional resolution we created in 2014. No, I don't. Pretty don't. strong, pretty bold, talking about, hey, we won't tolerate this crap in our county. Mm-hmm. So I send this to him and say, this is a good starting point. He says, Sam, I reviewed it with me and my fellow commissioners, and I love it. The problem is, because of COVID, it's not strong enough. Hmm. So can I add to your resolution? And we said, sure. So we had eight provisions of no-nos, if you will. Don't touch this stuff. (laughs) And they increased it to 11. And then they passed that resolution and became a county member of the CSPOA. And it was unanimous. Oh, my god! So they invited me to the meeting, and I zoomed into the meeting uh, that w- where they passed this with their county commissioners. And I'm telling you, you had the DA speak in favor of it. You had the county sheriff stand up and thank the commissioners for their integrity. You had business owners grab the mic from the crowd and say thank you and speak up. Wow. And after they got done, they even voted to, to spend the $2,500 to become a CSPOA member county. Jeez. This is the second county now. Oh. In addition to that, they went further uh-huh. and said, we want to throw a party. But we can't throw a party using taxpayer money. It wouldn't be right. So one of the county commissioners made a motion to start a fund for donations to have a party to celebrate <laughs> this event. Oh, my god! They literally raised $2,000 in the meeting for the party. No way. I love this. Yeah, true story, every bit of it. That all happened in their events on the 20th. Oh, hmm. my gosh. So cool. Can, can I have that county, please? Oh, my gosh. We need more of this. It's good news. Amen. And the sheriffs were thanking the commissioners. The commissioners mm. were. And Rex is the main commissioner that started all this. He gave an incredible statement at the start talking about the founding fathers and somebody needs to stand up. And if we don't, who will? I mean, it was tremendous. Jeez. Well, I, I, my hat's off. I love it. I like to hear these kinds of things. It gives me a little hope. So, yep. and I can't. And I know there's 3,000 counties in America, and that's only two of them. Right. However, I will say this 
more people are coming to the table for liberty in the last five years that I've that I've been in the, this movement, mm-hmm. more so than in the first 25. Ooh, more than the Tea Party years, huh? Wow. Nice. I think so, because these people are for real. They're public officials willing to stand up, and they're the ones leading the charge. Have you ever seen that before? No. Ever? No, I haven't. I haven't. So that's the difference I'm highlighting. Okay, I like that. I am glad that you pointed that out, too. That is a, that is a shift. Tell me about critical race. What did you share with them? All right. <laughs> So I uh, shared a critical race story. Critical race theory says this. Mm-hmm. If you're white, you're a racist. So systemically so, so innate that you probably don't even know it. As soon as you deny it, it just proves their point. Mm-hmm. You're a racist if you're white. Everybody else who's not white is a victim. Mm-hmm. There's no way to change that. That's just the way reality is, according to this critical race according theory. To them. Uh-huh. Now, as you know, I'm a totally blind person. Mm-hmm. And so I got a knock on my door one day. Mm-hmm. And I answered the door, and this guy's trying to sell me something. And he says, hey, you know, do you want to buy this? I can't remember what it was, floor cleaner or something like this. And I said, no, I'm really not interested. I don't need floor cleaners. My floor's clean enough, and da 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 Next thing you know, my daughter walks up beside me, and she says, Dad, he's trying to shake your hand. Okay. So I said, okay, absolutely. And I put out my hand to shake his hand. Mm-hmm. And he backs away slowly, and he goes, no, sir, it don't rub off now. <laughs> you don't have to go ahead and shake my hand if you don't want to. I know you don't want to buy any of my products, and you just want me out of your safe neighborhood and everything like that. I'll just be on my way. I said, no, sir, listen, hold on. I'm a blind person. I didn't know you were trying to shake my hand. Ah. No, sir, I understand. You can make any excuse you want. I'll just be on my merry way. And he left. Oh, my god. My question to you is, who's the racist? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Pretty obvious. Yes. That is such a true yeah, I didn't have any idea he was trying to shake my hand. Right. The second I knew, I offered to shake his hand. I don't yeah. give a rip what color he is. Right. To me, we're all God's children. When are we going to act like it? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I love that you brought that up because that, it's such a great illustration of what's happening right now. He was looking for that. When you're looking for he it, He was looking that for that. Yeah. And he also, I don't know if he really believed I was blind or not. I, I just have no yeah. idea because he didn't really get a chance to discuss it. Right. But he was so insistent. Yeah. That it was me, and that it was the way it is, and that it could never be changed, even though I offered my hand. Jeez. Jeez. Hmm. And they want to teach. They want to teach this in school to further that, to make sure that we do a Correct. lot more of that. Nice. Yeah, that's that's perfect. I see the LGBT doing this, too. And I, I see this sort of, we want to see that, that you're going to mistreat me so that I can create policy. It's like mm-hmm. this wanting, almost, of people to be to put them in a situation where it's about that, right? Uh, and if you don't mistreat them, uh-huh. then they say, you just want me around as your token black or your token gay or your token right, lesbian right. or your token somebody, don't you? You just want that as your excuse, huh? See, you just can't win with the circular, deceptive, dishonest no, logic they have. That's so true, Uncle no, they, they intentionally put themselves in positions where they can make yeah. you look bad. Right, because the evidence the evidence does not speak to anything no. that they're trying to sell. So e- either group. So, so if the evidence isn't there, like across the country, there's only, what, five cases that the LGBT even points to right now that says that there's a... there th- th- These five cases in all of America points to their discrimination and I'm saying uh, that's not a lot of cases five ca- really out of the whole entire America this is what you've got and so I got a, a question was I discriminated against yeah 
<laughs> I mean, there was a lot of assumptions made about you and uh, assumptions on his on his part. I mean, I thought that that's very interesting to me that he reacted that way so quickly without even trying to understand. And you would think even after at first he might have said, no, no, it's okay. Then yeah. he might have said after he sees his, my daughter, I mean, she literally came up and said that. He heard it. Right. Um, Daddy's trying to shake your hand, and I went, Jeez. oh, and I put out my hand. You would think that he might go, oh, you know what? I didn't realize. I'm so sorry you're blind, sir, and shake my hand. And, right. and we could have left on good terms. I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that would have taken two, you know two what? good people. It's easier to be a victim in America right now than it is to search out the truth. So. Well, and my response is we're all God's children. Let's start yeah. to act like it, people. Yeah. And I think in real America, that's really how it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sam, and how can people find you? I know that you, uh, you, have, a, you have a show. Yeah, two-hour show, six days a week. Where? In the mornings. Spread the word, libertyroundtable.com, six days a week. Libertyroundtable.com, six days a week. My gosh, I don't know. I think I'd jump off a bridge. Yeah, I used to do three hours a day, five days a week, and then I thought, you know what? It's a little less radio to do six days, but I can actually do better around-the-clock news that way. Wow. Well, good on you. I don't know if I could do it. So thank you for doing what you do and always being a voice and understanding what's going on in this country. Sam Bushman, thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Uh Uh, Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Do not go anywhere. Be right back. We're going to have an interesting discussion about housing in just a moment. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome uh, back. And of course, get over to Balance of Nature. Uh, You're going to love it. And you're going to feel better about a week, week and a half, huh? Two weeks. Uh, You're going to start to really notice a difference. And Mm -hmm. then you're going to notice when you don't take it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. three veggie caps, three fruit caps a day. Very easy to take. Uh, and uh, you'll start to see your health turn around a little bit here. And some people are even going off of uh, diabetes medication. Some people are realizing brain fog is going away. Uh, they're realizing that hair and skin looks better. Um, all kinds of results, lowering cholesterol, you name it. Uh, the fiber drink that goes along with it, too. Get it because uh, it's a fantastic drink. It tastes like uh, spiced apples. It's yeah, good. Yeah, it is and good. It is good. And then uh, it just makes it, it's a great product. And then you're going to start to feel a lot better because everything in the kitchen sink is in this product. It's amazing that they were able to put so much in there for such a low price. So you get 35% off and free shipping when you put in the code Kate. So put in the code Kate. Uh, thank you to Sam Bushman and, uh, of course, uh, Sheriff Richard Mack and Chris Ann Hall today. But we wanted to, uh, they, brought, they just brought up some tremendous topics, and I'm glad, too. Uh, little pink houses for you and me. Uh, when we think about America, I know that, uh, you know, owning your own home is the is, isn't that the dream? I mean, you own your home or you own your business or you own the land or, or you know, this, this is what separates us from third world countries. We have ownership here and uh, owning a home is always a dream for a family, right? Usually. Right, Uncle Melty, I would imagine. Yes, right. So, 
So I just, I want to mention this because this was great. This really graceful did a, a great video on this. So I'm just going to play part of this for you. But she was noticing there were some, um, some people posting about this. And now people are starting to kind of really look into this. BlackRock uh, buying up every single family home they possibly can find, paying 20 to 50% above asking price. Now that's interesting. Uh, why are these firms... And BlackRock being a huge part of the Great Reset, uh, why are they buying up so many homes and track homes in Texas? You know, if you really look at what they're doing, what they are doing are creating reverse mortgages. Oh. And which, in essence, mm -hmm. means that they're just collecting rent. Interesting. On Interesting. a lot of property. So... Well, let's hear this out. And I know some people out there are going to go, well, they're investment groups, so they're investing on behalf of their clients, housing markets going up. I, I get that part of it. But there might be something else going on, too. So let's sort of peruse this idea and understand kind of where this person's coming from. This is from Really Graceful uh, on YouTube. Here you go. Here's her explanation. Get your grains of salt ready, because we're... This whole thread is based around this article by the Wall Street Journal, and it's entitled, If you sell a house these days, the buyer might be a pension fund. But the thread itself is really good. It's by Cultural Husbandry, and it basically summarizes the article and offers commentary, which, you know, is something I really enjoy. I love a good summary. So here we go. BlackRock is buying every single family house they can find, paying 20 to 50% above asking price and outbidding normal home buyers. So why are corporations, pension funds, and property investment groups buying entire neighborhoods out from under the middle class? Homes yeah, up it's on a good the question. MLS and going under contract within a few hours. BlackRock, among others, are buying up thousands of new homes in entire neighborhoods. So yeah, like in BlackRock? Texas. Only the world's largest asset manager and the leading proponent of the Great Reset. Yeah, so I just I want to I want to expand on this a little bit. They're looking to redistribute 120 trillion dollars, the entire wealth of the world's middle class and poor combined, several times over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so as they're as they're, you know, this plan to do this, um, they are the world's largest asset manager. So one could say, well, they're investing, you know, they're investing to make money. I get it. But they're also the leading proponent of the Great Reset. And all of a sudden, if you'll notice, why in the world did the housing market do what it did? Because remember the show on the lumber shortage and yep. it was, just kind of came out of nowhere. People were going in and saying, there really is no lumber shortage. Why are we doing the shortage thing? You can't even blame it on COVID. It's a year and a half later. So what in the world is really going on here? What's causing it? What's behind it? Because they were going to the places where they, you know, dole out the trees and, and uh, dole out the lumber from the trees. And they were saying, well, we're not, we don't have a problem. So then right. it fell on the shipping, right? Then the <laughs> shipping was the issue. We can't find anyone to drive the trucks. But that never, ever really... <laughs> made sense to me uh, right now. So I'm, I'm trying to understand this too. And I thought this was really interesting. You know, BlackRock uh, is involved in so many things. They're involved in trash. They're involved in, you know, who, who collects your trash and who, who processes it all over the country. And they're so steeped in so many things. They did become the, the world's largest uh, asset manager. So I did find that kind of interesting. And then a new, a, a brand new 124 home neighborhood was bought in its entirety in Texas. They bought the whole housing track. So average Americans were outbid 
to a tune of $32 million. Homes sold at an average, uh, if 20% above list of uh, 20% above listing. Now the entire neighborhood is made up of SFR, single family, uh, resident single family rentals. They're renting the houses. That's mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. What do you think about this? I, you know, when you're in a situation like these people are, that you have the funds to go buy homes like this, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it is a fantastic investment. And that's the reason they can go 50% over asking price. Because from the day they buy that home, from that very day forward, it is a rental property, which is several things. It's a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. It generates income, mm-hmm. and but, and the rents are high, by the way. Oh very, yeah, no, very the rents high. are not yeah. cheap. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's an ideal situation, except for one thing. Hmm. They don't let anybody participate. Yeah. It's a, like a closed little club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very strange so that article caused quite a quite a thing right if you wall street journal if you sell your home the buyer just might be a pension fund (laughs) and uh and then this person saw that uh they saw they were surprised to see fundrise uh if their favorite real estate investing platform mentioned in the in the second paragraph of that article and usually you hear institutional real estate investors like blackrock in the news but then uh the articles behind this paywall and they were discussing these smaller outfits too. So they were they were trying to understand why in the world are they driving up the market? Is this why? And what what do they have in mind? What's the end game here? You know what what are they doing? Hi caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Kate, it's mm-hmm. brilliant. Okay. You put your employee in the home, and actually you're paying them their salary in rent. And while they're making you money at work, and they still own the asset. If something happens and they get fired or disabled, well, we're going to hold your paycheck until you clear the home, Mm -hmm. and we'll inspect it and give you your last paycheck and put in another employee. Mm. Incredibly brilliant. (laughs) I thank the Lord every day. Mm -hmm. I own my own home. Yeah. It feels really, really good. Yeah. It's, it's like Americana at the top. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Uh, I would hate to be a renter right now. Well, I mean, the rents are very, very high. Very, very high. And people are cashing on this. I get it. Because, you know, markets ebbs and flows. Okay. But I, I think people are noticing that this is just a little bit different with these groups coming in. Because the Wall Street Journal also had written an article a couple of weeks prior saying, hey, whoever buys your home might be a foreign government. It might be a foreign entity, I'm sorry, a foreign entity coming in to buy your mm-hmm. home. And we've talked about the Chinese buying up the coast sure. for full price. That's how people are able to move because who wants to move to California? Give me a break. You know, we need to start treating each other better in the United mm-hmm. States also. And I'm not bragging when I say this, but but I have a rental property that I rent out $300 below the market right now. Why? I like the tenant. Mm. I like the stability mm-hmm. of the tenant. Right. And the tenant needs that break. 
Okay. All right. Very interesting. I also wanted to mention this single family rentals. So are they positioning the lower and middle class instead of owning a home because that dream is out the window? Is it going to be renter for life? That's an interesting question. Permanent, permanent renter. So I did find, I did find that an interesting question Mm -hmm. because if you do it too high, everything's too high. I mean, you would become a permanent renter, right? No home ownership. Well, that's what they want. Yeah. And uh, so it makes that, that made sense. I, I, man, you know, you think about your kids and you want them to be able to, to have a home. Uh, but, but think about this as wealth redistribution. Um, and you know, it's, it's, uh, the normal middle class, the salt of the earth, the people funding everything in the world right now, heading into the hands of the world's powerful entities, because this is just not all people doing this. This is the entities doing this that get to control those properties more so there's a very interesting chart in this Mm -hmm. video okay and it the chart is on one side medieval feudalism Mm -hmm. and on the other side corporate feudalism (laughs) interesting (laughs) see that chart it's it's get this and see it yeah um i will post this link so that you guys can see this in its entirety but uh home equity is the main financial element right middle-class families use to build their wealth, right? And BlackRock, Federal Reserve-funded financial institution, is buying up houses galore to make sure that young families can't build wealth? That's an interesting question right there. Is there is this more purposeful than it is, oh, gee, that might be a good investment? Um, if you can't build wealth, mm-hmm. then you're going to do everything you can to hang on to your job, right? your livelihood, right. and whatever else the corporation asks you to do, like wear yeah. a mask. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because they, they own you. It's kind of like right. the nursing homes across America. It's like all these entities are so owned now with subs- you know subsidizing and everything else. Very interesting. So then think about this for a moment. Federal Reserve Funded Financial Institute, BlackRock. You know, we've talked about BlackRock before. Uh, yeah, not good. And they're using your tax dollars. And just like the caller said, what a racket, you know, using your tax dollars uh, over the over the lower and middle class. And it's permanent. And uh, is this a fundamental reorganization of society? At its root? Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't know if I can argue that it's not. That's that's what people are bringing up right now. And you won't be hearing this on mainstream. This could very well be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Because mm-hmm. it's at the core. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and when people wake up and realize, mm-hmm. you know, we've been dreaming about buying a home for the last 15 years, honey. Mm-hmm. And we just found out we don't we don't qualify right. anymore. And yeah, you're right. And with all these FSR, SFRs, these single family rentals, mm-hmm. what do we look like in 30 years? What does it look like? Corporations own all the homes. <laughs> We're renters. Do you guys remember the uh, the Richard Day um, predictions? And he predicted that people would be sharing, total strangers would be sharing apartments, rooms in apartments, because they couldn't they couldn't get anything else. Yeah, you only had one way to go. Be well, right, we see that today. Right. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show, and then I'll take your calls. Phones are lighting up, but I'll take your calls on the flip side of the break. Call back. At Red Cliffs Consignment. Talk lines are open now. 
Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. All right, uh, we will take calls, 888-673-1450. I've got Uncle Milty here, and we were just talking. Uh, by the way, tomorrow I play the uh, second part of the interview with Mark Sargent over Flat Earth. Remember, we dealt with that last Friday. We had never done that on the show before. But, uh, hey, I'm always open to listening to somebody. And so I ask him skeptics questions, and he answers those uh, last hour tomorrow. So I just want to make sure you realize that. And uh, uh, get over to MyPillow.com. Uh, get some sheets, get some towels, you'll love them, and then you're helping the show at Truth and Radio. If you care about Truth and Radio, we're kind of one of the last bastions of Truth and Radio out there. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. The people that realize uh, that we are not bought and sold are actually surprised very, very surprised. So um, when they come on the show, when they meet us, and so just make sure that if you want to support this, uh, that's a great way to do it, mypillow.com. And of course, uh, put in the code Kate, then you'll get uh, up to 40% off on their wonderful, wonderful products. They are amazing and you'll love them, but you're, you're also doing this too, which is really nice and helping. Um, so we were just talking, I was just telling, I was, we were just talking off the break and, and Uncle Milty and I, and what's really interesting about this right now, like I'll give you an example, Taiwan Pension System and Insurance Corps indirectly owns 300 billion of US real estate. Um, that's more than their annual GDP. It, there's some really interesting things going on with us, and we'll talk just a little bit more about the article, but I will, uh, I'll take some phone calls, too. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, am I on? You're on. You're live. Go right ahead. Great. Great commentary. Appreciate Sam being on. Uh, Sam sure. and I are kind of sidekicks. Awesome. But, um, yeah, he's good. We go way back. Our kids went to the same school and everything. He's just a wonderful guy. Yes, he is. Very articulate. So if, if you and I, Kate and Uncle Milty, if we had um, a machine that cranked out $20 bills mm-hmm. and we had a, a, a legal ability to crank those out, I mean, we would win every auction in the world. Yes, we, we, would. we wouldn't mind paying 20 or 50% higher than market value for a house or for a car or for whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, and people, so that, that's why I've been on a crusade ever since I, I read Edward Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, I've been on a crusade to try to educate people on how the Federal Reserve System actually works and how it's extremely fraudulent and extremely deceptive and extremely secretive. It's not federal, nor is it a reserve. (laughs) No. No. Yeah. They do have a lot of gold. The people mm-hmm. who run it do have a lot of gold because they recognize that gold does have a, a tremendous amount of intrinsic value and mm-hmm. will always retain that value. But they don't tell us about it. Uh, and if you or I did the same thing that the Federal Reserve System does on a regular basis, we would be prosecuted and thrown into jail, and as well we should. Yeah. And once, once, people, you know, once people realize that they do something that's extremely illegal for you mm-hmm. and I to do, then their their eyes light up and they realize that yeah something you know yeah. and I'm surprised that what's going on today with this buying up of, of these houses and mm-hmm. buying up uh, you know other uh, property that has intrinsic value I'm surprised that this hasn't happened 108 years ago when, yeah you know, I, I am too first got started I am too anyway. hey thank you for the call I really appreciate it you know uh, they started uh, you you saw a big huge uh, thing going on they started doing this in uh, 2011 you saw a big impact with this and they were gobbling up foreclosed homes with uh, just bucket buckets full of cash just like the caller was saying counterfeit cash yeah well stuff they just print you know it's easy it doesn't 
grow. It doesn't even have to grow on the tree. They just print it, you know, so easy. And uh, also they were doing this orchestrated land grab and then managed tens of thousands of these of these properties. And so there wasn't a lot of competition. And, uh, you know, millions of Americas were pretty underwater, right? Well, there are these home rental firms, including like Invitation Homes or American Homes for Rent, thrived. And then renting suburban homes proved so profitable that landlords hit the open market and added properties at full price once the you know foreclosures dried up. But it gets really interesting, too, because um, there were more than 200 companies and investment firms, and that's a very low number, by the way, in the house hunt. Uh, Computer-assisted flipper Open Door Technologies, Inc., money managers, including J.P. Morgan. Of course, his name always comes up, you know, all through history. And BlackRock uh, platforms uh, such as Fundrise and Roofstock that buy and arrange the management of rentals on behalf of individuals. And Builder LGI Homes um, now reports wholesale homes uh, sales to bulk buyers in its quarterly results for the first time. So... You know, the spring happened, and then, of course, there's this whole new buying going on and the frenzy behind the buying, right? Stuff done in mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I just I just have so many questions about it, this. Yeah. Here's <laughs> one real problem, mm-hmm. again, from the video. Hold on, caller. There's mm-hmm. a picture of a guy, young guy, mm-hmm. and he says in the, in the caption, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Jeez. Yeah, you also really won't be an American anymore because this is really what sets us apart and has set us apart and has made us uh, the country we are in such a short time as well. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. So a couple things to just ponder Uh as you're getting near the end of the show. Uh Uh, Number one, the very worst movie line in the history of movie lines Mm -hmm. is from a Walt Disney movie, which is if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. I can be very civil, mm-hmm. and I can civilly tell you you're a fresh, hot, steaming sack of dog. Okay, well, that's yep. nice. <laughs> Thank goodness for censor buttons. Isn't she sweet? See, that's the, that must be the party of love. <laughs> I, I think we all grew that's up That's the party with of that, love. Though. Yeah. I remember many times yeah. being told, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Right. And I did just the opposite. Yeah. I said, you know, I can't say anything nice to you. You're not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the party of love. Anyway, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, this is all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, what can happen is that any corporation now has access to funding at basically 0% interest rates. When they've already borrowed all this money to buy back their own stock, mm-hmm. you're going to continue to borrow money, and you're going to have to put in some asset class. So now you find another vehicle to go ahead and purchase housing as an asset. Right. We also have the wave of foreclosure or actually evictions that are going to be coming here mm-hmm. and not being able, and then you also have people who've been in forbearance for mortgages. Mm-hmm. You have landlords who aren't going to get paid anything back. You're going to have another wave of all these who are going to get picked up by mm-hmm. corporations. Why? Right. 
is becoming a corporatocracy. Mm. We're not becoming the government controlling anything as socialism. We're going to be controlled by corporations in this country. Well, that just isn't very nice. You shouldn't say anything that's not nice. (laughs) 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 According to the last caller. Uh, Yeah, I wish people would wake up to see what's going on here. I I actually think this is a really big story uh, (laughs) of what's happening to our our wealth redistribution. Right. It's not a case we look at this and we're saying, oh, we're turning socialists, we're becoming mm-hmm. communists. Right. No, that's, that's, a, that's the smokescreen for as the corporations take mm-hmm. over everything, you basically are working on the company farm, you know, in the, for the company. Yep. Right. right. Uh, just like the old company towns where you basically, you went to work and at the end of the work week, you didn't, you just owed the company store and you owed your rent and you just, Right. You know, it's, it's like he said, you're going to have nothing, you're going to like it. You're going, and you're not going to know any different because everybody lives the same. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, yeah. And yeah. and that's the sad part. Everybody will live the same. I know. I know. That's why we speak up. That's why we say the things we say. Um, so that uh, we get a better understanding of what's actually being done right now. In our housing market... Uh, <laughs> This, you know, they they haven't they haven't ever included that on the quarterlies, from what I understand. That's huge. That's a new thing that's going on here. You know, we've covered a lot of topics in the in the show today, and what's at the heart of it? Well laid plans. Yep. Well laid plans, and uh, there are uh, these groups out there that have very very well laid plans that are trying earnestly to accomplish them, and they'll do anything they can do. They'll sell a lie. They'll manipulate. They'll, they'll do whatever they can do. They'll kill you if they need to. It's pretty sad, actually. Uh, so I we have to bring attention to it, and I can't imagine not bringing attention to it, and and making sure that we talk about the lies and manipulation. There's just so so much of it. Uh, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, y'all. Uh, high-rise apartments in the inner cities, 250 square foot apartments mm-hmm. with cameras in every room. That's right. where we're headed. Mm. This is called Agenda 2030. Yeah. Rosa Corey just died. When I heard that, I cried out. I don't know if you're familiar with her, uh, uh, but no. she was great. Anyway, that was her thing, was Agenda 21 and 2030. Mm. When these people say what they're going to do, mm-hmm. they do it. Yeah, they uh, do. The, you know, 2020 mm-hmm. stands witness to that. Right. And also the burning down of the inner cities, all that, uh, happened to be mostly around Federal Reserve headquarters, and now the Federal Reserve is buying up those properties at pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And it's all part of the same thing. We're to, we're to be mm-hmm. funneled out of the rural areas, small towns, and into those inner city tiny apartments with cameras in every room. <laughs> so uh, that's a little bleak. It is bleak. They mean what mm-hmm. they say, and right. this is part of it. They are implementing this plan. They yeah. want it by 2030. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. And that wasn't very nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just love people. People are so funny. They don't want to face the truth, so they, they get mean. But uh, not this last caller, but the one, a couple back. Uh, and so, uh, well, how, what, what can we do? I'm not quite sure. I know that would probably be the next question. What can we do? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll take another caller, though. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. Um, I just want to make a comment. Uh-huh. It's so funny with one of your uh, recent callers. It's quite obvious that um, the one that was indirectly insulting you mm-hmm. is that she had nothing substantial to say. 
whether she agreed with you or didn't agree with you. Right. And so it just kind of showed you that there's yeah. a, like a huge void in these liberals. And if they can't talk to you, you know, on the same level, right. they insult you. It's so true, though. And that's it all re- that happened. That's all. That, right. It's really funny. I know. And, it's, and it makes me sorry for her because it says that she's very empty-minded. And yeah. it's very sad because she needs to start doing some critical thinking. So, I, I think they're very void in that, in that department. Yeah. Thank you for that. Really appreciate the call. It's true. I was talking about the LGBT earlier, and I said, um, I said, you know, where is all the discrimination happening? Where, where, where are all the court cases? What? There's no evidence of that. But we keep getting told that they're so systemically, just like with the racial thing, that they are systemically abused by everybody. And mm-hmm. so they have to have all these new policies and, and awareness and, and yada, 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 and a whole month and everything else. And I said, you know, I've never been, uh, I've, I've always been kind to anyone. And I've never been mean to somebody that's LGBT in particular, ever, ever. I don't know anyone that has. So where is it all taking place? And uh, there was only five court cases in the whole country that the, um, that the pride groups were even looking at. So there's not a lot of people suing over it. There's not a lot of evidence that it's taking place. But we keep getting told a narrative. So she's right. This caller was right about that other caller that tried to insult me. I thought it was funny, actually. Um, but that she can't critically think. Because <laughs> what I'm bringing up is, show me some facts Show me some facts instead of just telling me an assumptive statement and then making sure that I believe what you say without any evidence of it whatsoever. And uh, it's like all, it's like also telling me that no black person in America can succeed. Well, I know that to not be true, so I'm going to call it out, you know. And these people that get all upset over it and emotional, it tells you a lot about their inability to think or inability to uh, to educate themselves or reason because they don't want to look at anything that's factual. It's just all emotion. Right. Yeah. That's all, all they want. They can understand emotion. They cannot understand comprehension. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. And it's, 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 it's uh, information, but then you have wisdom. And we're lacking in the wisdom section uh, because I, I wonder where all the people are that question where is the evidence that historically we are so mean and so vile towards all the, and there's so many, if that were the case, you'd be seeing hundreds of thousands of court cases, right? They'd be using the legal system like crazy. Of course. We don't see any of that. Check your state. Ask how many cases are going on right now. They aren't happening. So uh, I always find it interesting when someone goes straight to the emotion without ever answering the question because they can't answer the question and they know it. So (laughs) they just insult. It's just their way. But it's just like pea-sized brain syndrome. (laughs) You just, you know... Thinking coma syndrome, whatever yeah. it is, but uh, if you can't say I, anything, right? Nice. I know. I, I want to have a good conversation with somebody, even if I disagree. But I want the conversation. Those people don't want. They want to shut it down. They'll That's do right. anything they can to shut a conversation down. It always. They me up. do not want conversation mm-hmm. about anything that's nope. going on. Nope. They just want you to believe. Yep. Just believe because those assumptive statements are emotional. Just believe in the emotion. Ah. All right. Well, uh, be faithful, be fearless. Uh, That hour plays at the last hour of the show tomorrow with Mark Sargent. And uh, go to kdallyradio.com. Get the podcast. Over 2 million served. I love it. So fun. Thank you, Uncle Milty. You're welcome. And go look look up BlackRock. Go do some research on that, right? Uh, There was that Wall Street Journal article. So go look that up because I found that to be very uh, enlightening. And you might want to do some more homework on that. Everybody have a good one. 